Uh, did you see the recent photos of Zion Williamson? Because he looks incredible, but it's a make or break year for him. Plus, I'm not worried about Brandon Ingram on Team USA. It's a Monday episode of Locked On Pelicans. Let's go. You are Locked On Pelicans, your daily New Orleans Pelicans podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans and NBA, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available wherever you get your podcasts and available on YouTube. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. Here with y'all on this Monday, still in the off season for Locked On Pelicans. We're three days a week right now, normally five days a week. We have Monday show, Wednesday show, and a live show every Thursday. Thursday at 7 p.m. Central on YouTube. My chance to interact with y'all. They're a lot of fun. I hope you join this coming weeks if you haven't been able to do it already. We're going to have a lot to talk about. We'll probably talk some Team USA basketball more so than what we'll talk about here with it when it comes to Brandon Ingram because FIBA World Cup starts this weekend at Saturday the 26th for Team USA, though they did win all of their showcase exhibition games. But today we're going to start with Zion Williamson. And of course, thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen today and every day. We're here Monday through Friday, Monday, Wednesday, Thursday right now, breaking down everything you want to know about the team. We're going to do today's show a little bit differently instead of a countdown. There's just some things I want to talk about. So we're going to talk about them. And of course, if you want to support the channel, become an everydayer. Listen every single day that we have a show out there. It's the best way to support the channel. Keep it free and five days a week for y'all. So let's get into Zion and the Pelicans released some pictures of him working out at the team facility and they're notable for a couple of reasons. First and foremost, do you see what he looks like right now? Yeah, he looks incredible. He looks incredible. Those are probably the most like jacked he's looked in any picture that we have ever seen of him. He looks like just a not a different person he looks like zion we know what zion looks like but he looks absolutely incredible and if this is the type of work that he is putting in this offseason and it appears so you know the league better watch out this is a guy who on this team has the capability to win nba mvp if the team is good enough and if they're a top four seed and he plays 65 plus games i think he'll be in consideration for it like he should get votes you know that like token third or fourth place that voters often give out that's something that at the very least could go to zion williamson if not higher than that he looks that good but as we know this has always been the case. He gets in shape in the offseason. He came into last season in very good shape and then lit it up until he got hurt and couldn't keep playing, you know, only played 29 games. But he's capable of doing this, but this is also a different, more motivated Zion Williamson. You know, and I don't know what it is. I've asked a couple of people about this. You know, people have asked me, is it, you know, he had a lot of bad press, if y'all remember, earlier on in the offseason. <laughs> None of that was great with the gender reveal for his upcoming child. And what happened after that was uh, not something that you want to be in the news for, let's say. And it led to a lot of jokes and other things. And maybe he just got tired of that. 
Maybe it is having a kid. You know, we saw this with Lonzo Ball when he was here in New Orleans. Once he had a child, he kind of became his own man and kind of stepped out from the shadow of his dad, LeVar Ball. And that was a good thing for his career till injuries have hopefully not derailed it permanently. But, you know, maybe Zion realizing he's going to be a father now. He kind of needs to become more of his own person as opposed to letting his stepfather, Lee Anderson, kind of handle things, run things, be the spokesperson. I do think that is something that could be, and I don't want to jump to conclusions with any of this. It's a lot of speculation here. But it does feel like that could be a thing that is happening. I think that's all great. Maybe it's just the number of jokes and everything that he got tired of and wanted to kind of just commit more. He he did this last offseason. He was in Florida. He was training. Um, Howard Beck covered it for either GQ or Sports Illustrated at the time. And Howard Beck was on the show at the beginning of the summer. And we talked about that. We know that he can get the right people around him, can get a personal chef, can get a personal trainer and work with those guys and trust those guys to do the work. You know, right now he's What I love about it, working at the team facility, not in Florida, not elsewhere. He's here with his teammates, with the Pelicans people to be able to kind of do the kind of work. Look at how many photos you saw from the past week of players at the facility. CJ, uh, EJ Liddell, you had um, Jose Alvarado, Tyler. Yeah, I know I need to hang the jersey up. Thank you. And um, there, I think there were others there too. My buddy Tyler will not leave me alone about that. I'll put it up maybe this week. We'll see. So he is there with those guys, interacting with his teammates more. You know, when there were reports this offseason that he has like no relationship with the guys, things like that, like that's not true. Like that's not true at all. There is a relationship there. Is he as involved with them as he could be as some of the other guys are? Like, no, I think that's safe to say. But I do think that is growing and he's becoming that a little bit more. And it's also okay if he's not. Sometimes you're allowed to just treat this as a job. Like there isn't anything wrong with that per se. So I think you're seeing a change though. And what has caused that? What's the catalyst for that? I'm not really sure. You know, last year I was referring to him as Zion 2.0. He looked like it, played like it. Zion 2.0 was a thing coming in more motivated, healthy for the first time in a year after not playing for a season. You know, and now maybe it's Zion 2.0 one right you're still the kind of the 2.0 version of him but a little bit better another build get kind of geeky on you with certain terms and phrases there so I think that could be what we're seeing and that works you know you're you're building up from a very solid foundation in base but look this is a make or break year for him and by extension from that the Pelicans so he can look great right now and he looks great go look at those photos if you haven't seen them yet But that's right now. What about later? And let's talk about why it's a make or break year. And that's coming up here next in today's episode of Locked on Pelicans. Before we get to that, though, today's episode of Locked on Pelicans is brought to you by Bird Dogs. Bird Dogs make you look good because the Bird Dogs stretch khaki shorts are designed to flip slimmer through the thigh and leg, giving you a truly sculpted look. And Bird Dog shorts do the exact same thing as Lululemon, but they fit way better and cost less. And they fit better than regular shorts that are made of like a stiff, restricting cotton. Bird Dogs fix this. They invented a cloud knit fabric that looks just like khaki, but stretches so you get a way slimmer fit without sacrificing movement. So you can wear these and do anything. You can play golf in them. You can wear them to a bar for happy hour, whatever you want. 
And if you want to give Bird Dogs a try, I have a couple of pairs and I absolutely love them. Go to birddogs.com slash LockedOnNBA or enter promo code LockedOnNBA for a free white tech hat. That's birddogs.com slash LockedOnNBA or promo code LockedOnNBA for a free white tech hat. You won't want to take your Bird Dogs off. We promise you. And thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen today and every day. We're here Monday through Friday, the number one Pelicans podcast coming to you in giving you the content that you want to hear. If you got an idea for any of the off-season shows, let me know on Twitter or in the comments down below on YouTube. It's the number one way you can support the channel if you want to just do it quickly and for free. Other than becoming an everydayer, just comment down below on YouTube. So, for your second listen... Ross Jackson, Locked On Saints. Ross is literally the nicest human alive. Like, I can't tell you how highly I think of this guy. We've become really good friends since he's lived in New Orleans now for the past year. And, man, I love him. Just, like, the nicest, most, like, honest, like, loving guy that you have ever met. So, please, go support his show. His show does incredibly well. It's not like he needs any more support, but we should give it to Ross Jackson. Locked on Saints. Saints in the second preseason game um, against the Los Angeles Chargers. They were winning when I turned it off to record this. So I'm going to be listening to find out everything I know about the guys who may or may not make the roster this coming season. So let's keep talking, though, here on Locked on Pelicans about Zion Williamson. Make or break year. I'm curious. Let me know what you think in the comments down below on YouTube. Do you think it's a make or break year for him? I do. I do. And there's a couple of reasons for that. Certainly they could, you know, say he misses a chunk of the year, not trade him, keep him, do do whatever, right? I don't know if that's going to be the case because when you look at the past two seasons, and this has been reported on now by like named reporters that you trust on this sort of thing. Mark Stein has talked about it. He said that last offseason, last offseason, when Zion was healthy and getting in shape after not playing for a year, the Pelicans explored trading him. You know, nothing really came to fruition. You know, these can be very casual conversations or what have you, but they explored trading him. I trust Mark Stein on this one. They looked into those sorts of things. Okay, nothing happened, but, you know, a lot of it's also just doing your due diligence, trying to kind of gauge your the value of one of your players from teams around the league. I don't really think there's anything wrong with doing that at all. And then this offseason, there was the very public flirtation let's call it with Scoot Henderson and the New Orleans Pelicans and you were not going to get Scoot Henderson for first round picks and like Herb Jones you were going to need to include one of Brandon Ingram or Zion Williamson at the very least I think in a trade and you know those talks had maybe there was no official offer made you get into semantics with this sort of thing right but David Griffin has looked and discussed and you know thought about, entertained the idea of trading Zion Williams in the past two off seasons, right? That's, that's something that's been in his brain, whether or not he went forward with anything at the very least. If he doesn't play this year and they've already thought about it, or if he doesn't play as many games as he needs to this year, at a certain point, it feels like it just becomes untenable. So I do view this as a make or break year for Zion, not necessarily for his career. He's going to be in the league for a long time and there's so much talent there that you know some team is going to give him a spot in a roster you know a a roster spot right they're going to give him a shot to go out and play and teams will try and get what they can from Zion Williamson that's something that will like never not happen but it feels like 
this is a make or break year for his tenure in New Orleans. And look, I do think he wants to be here. I don't think it's like, I got to bide my time till I can force a trade to New York or anything like that. Like, I don't. Like, I do think he's more bought in than he has been before. Again, he's in the facility this offseason. He's more engaged, it seems like, than he's been before for whatever reason. So it would be a shame if this has to end early, but this is going to come down to, you know, Zion and other things this, this season. You know, there will be, I've said it, adversity, right? There will be an injury. Are you going to do the things you need to do to be able to recover from that? You know, if you can't play basketball for a week because you pulled something or strained something or something is just sore, whatever it might be, what are you doing? Because that was an issue, right? Go back to the end of last season. Would Zion play in the playing tournament or not? And he was saying, like, I don't feel like myself. I wasn't ready yet. And then the team was also like, well, we never cleared him medically either. And it just seems like there was a whole mess of a situation. And the messaging was an absolute disaster. The messaging and the PR from that you know, uh, standpoint of it was an absolute disaster. And it makes you think, like, what, what the heck is going on behind the scenes, right? There was clearly fault on both sides with this stuff, I think. But a lot of it really on Zion. The team was trying to cover for him and he was trying to kind of spin it in the right way and all of those things. No more of that. There doesn't need to be spin because everything should just be done by the book and properly going, not even going into the season, during the season. It's really as simple as that. And so that is what I hope we see. And if that doesn't happen, no, I don't think they can continue to do this. And it's going to look like a mistake to have not tried harder to trade him for Scoot Henderson or even Damian Lillard. And the Blazers, I don't think, have the highest value on Zion Williamson. If you wanted either of those players, I think you need to include first-round picks. Zion in a pick for Scoot or Zion in a pick for Damian Lillard and probably other stuff too. Which kind of tells you about his value around the league. So they need to get this right. One, if he does ever want to play elsewhere, you got to get a good return for him. And he's not giving you that right now. So it's a make or break year for his tenure here in New Orleans. And right now he's doing all of the things right that he needs to be doing. It's all you can ask for. And let's see what's going to happen, you know, during the regular season when adversity eventually does hit. So coming up next... Team USA beat Germany 99-91. Brandon Ingram with not a good game. I'm not worried and I'm not stressed about this whatsoever. That's coming up here next in today's episode of Locked On Pelicans. And thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen today and every day. We're here Monday through Friday for y'all, breaking down everything you want to know about the Pelicans team. Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, live show, 7 p.m. Central during the offseason, which we're in for probably another month or so. Um, Probably the end of September is when we're going to go back to five days a week as we start to get to training camp, which should be like October 2nd, I think. Um, that'll be media day and everything. So that's going to be here before you know it. So make sure you are subscribed wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube. If you want to support the channel, become an everyday or listen Monday through Friday or three days a week right now. And don't forget the live shows every Thursday at 7 p.m. Central. It's my chance to interact with y'all. It's so much fun. I appreciate you all joining those shows, asking your questions. It's like the highlight of doing the show every week right now. I love interacting with y'all. That show is for you. So I hope to see you there Thursday, 7 p.m. Central on YouTube. We'll probably talk Team USA. And speaking of Team USA, they beat Germany 99-91. They needed a, like a late comeback to get into this one and just let their talent eventually win out. 
And I'll talk about Team USA here in a second, but Brandon Ingram did not play well. Of all the starters, he played very few minutes. Just 15 was one of six from the field, one rebound, one assist, three points. Just like not a tremendous game. I'm not worried about this. You know, you look at Anthony Edwards, who scored 34 points in this one on 11 of 21 shooting, four of eight from three and eight of eight from the line. He was awesome. Just one turnover, too, on that kind of usage rate. He was great. You know, Brandon Ingram hasn't kind of been the standout player. He probably won't be. But I do feel he has impacted the other games he's played. This one was the worst one by far, in my opinion. And we'll have coverage of more coverage of, like, the actual Team USA games. These showcase games is what they're called, these scrimmages. I, I don't know if you want to read too much in there as they are trying some different things out. But when they get into like actual FIBA play is when you'll really start to see kind of, I think, everything coming together. It should also come together by starting Tyrese Halliburton over Jalen Brunson, I think. The pace is just way better. The ball moves more when he's out there. I don't think they're going to do that. I really do think they like him with the second unit, though. We'll see. But with Brandon Ingram, I'm, I'm less concerned about him having, like, big games. Yeah, it'd be nice if he went up and put 30, right, and won a game kind of single-handedly for Team USA. That's cool and all. But I think the big thing about this is it's just going to have him sharper for the season. Going out, playing basketball, practicing with and against these guys, and doing all of that is just going to have him be sharp to start the year. The Pelicans... You know, while they have a number of games at home to start the year, do have a tough schedule, you know, at stretches, especially in the beginning. I want these guys firing on all cylinders. You know, there is going to be a new offense that is going to take some time to really get implemented fully and to have these guys figure out. So you just need guys being sharp. Brandon Ingram playing with Team USA right now when most other players are just kind of working out and not going through runs and playing scrimmage games and things like that. This is only going to help him be ready for the start of the year. And that's what I'm looking for with this. I don't care about the shooting. I don't care as much about other things. I want him just to come into the season having handled the ball a whole lot. That's good enough for me. It's why I like Dyson Daniels making the Australia team. And, you know, hopefully going to get some run there. You know, it's why I like Jonas Valanciunas playing, though we're never worried about him. So... That's what I think is the biggest deal here for me when it comes to watching Brandon Ingram play and not the actual stats and looking at the box score. Just get out and play. These practices are good. You could see, you know, how much that feels like it's going to help Trey Murphy the third and Herb Jones. And that's what I think you want, you know, especially these past five games where you're not playing against like elite level competition, right? Puerto Rico without Jose Alvarado. Spain is not the Spain of old and is kind of a different version of Spain. And then you were also playing Greece without Giannis. Like there's only so much you can really take away from this. And right now it's not a ton. It gets a little bit easier to do so next with these games that matter, but I'm just happy that Brandon Ingram is on Team USA, and that's kind of like the biggest thing for me when it comes to that. So I'm not worried about him having rough games or anything like that. I think he's going to come into the season fine and be ready to go at like a higher level, be kind of up and running quicker. That works. That's what we want. The NBA regular season is truly what I care about, though I'd like him to win a gold medal with Team USA and have a couple nice moments there. Let's make the playoffs here in New Orleans with the Pelicans, the ultimate thing that like truly, truly will matter to me and what we cover here on Locked on Pelicans and probably to you, Pelicans fans as well. 
So that's going to do it for this episode. Wednesday, we're going to do What If Wednesday. Again, I got a couple good ones. If you've got a what if for me, let me know in the comments down below on YouTube or at Nola Jake on Twitter, X, whatever the heck it is called right now. And as always, this is the Lockdown Pelicans podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Jake Madison at Nola Jake on Twitter, and I'll be back with y'all on Wednesday.